This is Books, Beats, and Beyond, where we will bring you provocative music and engaging interviews from music artists, authors, and others with topics that will pique your curiosity. I'll be your host, Taj. Today, I'm talking with Benjamin J. He's an MC representing North Carolina. We'll be talking about his album titled First in Flight. Benjamin J., welcome to Books, Beats, and Beyond. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, appreciate it. Hey, so Benjamin J., is, is that your true name? Yes, that is my name. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Why did you decide Why did you decide to keep your government? Um, the same person that I am in music is the same person that I am in in just the world so it have was you, it was no need to have a moniker have you ever had a moniker no never no. okay all right all right that's that's dope man that's dope so uh what specifically like influenced you to become an mc um just always just always been in the writing always been in the music i also play piano so um mm. just always been in the writing and music so when you put those two things together, what do you come up with? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Come up with a singer. I'm not much of a singer, but I'm <laughs> worse. Man, so okay, was it a certain when when you think about when you think about hip hop, right? Is there a certain like song that comes to mind when I think about hip hop? Yeah, your love for it. Mm. Just just over the complete history of hip hop, like are you asking like mm-hmm. one song that represents it? If I if I said yo. When you when I say when you think about your love for it, right? Is there a song that just pops in your mind right away? 
Ah, uh, man. I was, okay, so last night I was listening to, um, what's the name of that pop joint? Uh, oh, man, I, 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 I don't forgot the name of it, but it was it was this Tupac song. I mean, you could use any Tupac song, really, <laughs> but I forget the name of it, but I was listening to it last night. It'll come to me, mm-hmm. but if I, if I had to think of a song right now that's out, I would say the, the outro on Kendrick Lamar's damn album represents mm. hip-hop duckworth mm. the, the the structure of that story and how it entered those two three stories intertwined with each other right it's crazy and that's what hip-hop is and yeah 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 i think i think someone like kendrick is a is a good representative of bringing some kind of new new thought process to hip-hop you know what i mean because Definitely. man some i mean I, I i don't i can't shun hip-hop like that but you know just bringing some extra innovative creativity to it because it seems like a lot of people like to be on the same wavelength, especially in mainstream hip hop. I've, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So let's talk about the album. First, okay. first in flight. Why did you name it that? Uh, well, first in flight, the Wright brothers, that's on every license plate in North Carolina. Ah. So it's uh, true to where, I, true to where I came from and, also true to where I'm going and true to where I'll never leave. And it's the first one. So I just called it first in flight. It was the takeoff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's that. I, I, I forgot about that. I forgot that's the license plate down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you feel like this is your, your flight right here. You're, you're launching right now with this. Yeah. It's a journey. Yep. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Where do you see yourself? Where do I see myself? Mm-hmm. Held as one of the greatest lyricists of our time period. <laughs> hey, yeah, absolutely. Hey, there's no reason not to shoot for that, man. There's no reason not to, man. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. the song, the, the the album to me, listening to the way you flow, it's very. How can I put it? It's just very blunt. You know what I'm saying? And with your very vo- blunt. and with your voice, and your voice and 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 what you say is just very blunt. It's very out there. You know, it's 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 not it's not polished. It's it's just like this is this is it. You know what I mean? I it's it's almost like first takes. You know, it just feels like it's almost like you don't need to do much just to it's just not, to express that point. <laughs> yeah, it's not um, it's not over and over. It's not punching in and punching out. Right. It's not um overly worried about not messing up right it's just a natural flowing thing almost as if you were sitting with me and i was just reciting the verses back to you right experiences you get on first and flight is natural it was just me sitting in the room with the microphone and logic recording wow yeah man you you can definitely you can definitely feel that man and it's dope yeah. it's dope in that way so there's a song in there right that mm-hmm. like that that hit me pretty pretty good it was uh, <laughs> <What song? laughs> it was called it was called black genocide <laughs> right? okay uh, talk about that because it's, it's funny that you mentioned it i'm gonna tell you why <laughs> okay wait hey why 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 is it funny we'll be right back inside uh william donaldson correctional facility and uh we'll continue filming doing our interviews for the documentary um talking about the conditions inside the prison system the people who are in the system and what the circumstances are that bring people to prison. Uh, tonight we have a young brother, he was 15 years old when he came into the prison system. And, uh, how many years you did now? 10. Yeah. He did 10 years, so he was 25 years old 
and he's already spent 10 years of his life inside of the prison system. And so what we're going to be doing is just talking about what his experiences have been as a 15-year-old, uh, what are some of the things that he has saw, and uh, we just get his perspective on mass incarceration, politics, the things that affect his day-to-day -day life, uh, what his plans are, how he's dealing with it. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell me your name, where you're from, um, how old you are, and how much time you need, and how much time you got. Okay, uh, my name is Michael Wheeler. I'm Hunter Smith, and I've been in Congress since I was 15 years old. You said whatever now? Uh, what's your charge? Charge with robbery and assault. Trapping out the rental just to buy a presidential Old life rather sinful, keep popping up like a pimple These are lines that make my listeners tremble I wrote this late night Jimmy Kimball So here it go You can chase degrees for median salary Only compensated for potential Or you can start your own and get it popping like a pimple Use that word twice to get the point across But I'm not the one that you should double cross I should be on Shutter Island eating applesauce A lot of dudes way to work but never way to cost And that could get you staying forever like do lacrosse and now you upside down like diana ross hustling backwards the ends don't justify means but i'm making too much to quit that would be extreme it's more than what i say in these it's more about the lines in between and you should listen you can't be a negro in america and not have a criminal record martin luther king has been to jail For lack of knowledge Our scholars are dope boys On the stove with the pilot Never made it to college Would have been Nobel Peace Prizes Our enterprises fell through the cracks Never to be revered Our greatest thinkers are serving years The old folks are looking at our future in fear But there's a talented Tiff That can come and change the world He's probably in his crib Sleeping with his fingers curled Mama exhausted from work Daddy ain't finished his shift That baby could change the world We gotta nourish the gift It's up to us to build a bridge Give him the tools so that he can live So he can behold beauties That our ancestors were missing This is more than a composition I suggest that you listen I demand that you listen Or one day we'll be missing from the census funny that you mentioned that because out of out of all the all the songs on the album mm -hmm. that's the one that people discuss the most that yeah. when people come to me and they talk to me about the cd that's the one that they never mention 
They never mentioned. I, I felt like it that they never mentioned, and I feel like it's it, it's kind of discouraging because I thought that was the one that everybody would talk about. Wow. But, um, yeah. People like Forty Four and Michelle. People love um, your letters. Mm-hmm. Um, people mm-hmm. love advice for hustlers, but no one ever talks about black genocide. Mm. And why do you think I why? Know, I don't know why not. Oh. Mm. I don't know. Maybe the message was too blunt. Maybe it was too <laughs> deep. Maybe people don't want to hear the truth. I'm not. It's, it could be a culmination of a lot of things. So let's talk about but, that. Why did you? Why did you name it Black Genocide? Because that's what's happening in mm-hmm. a, in America currently. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go from from slavery to civil rights, now to the era that we're we're in now, you can see to where that our race is kind of being killed off and they don't do it now with chains and whips they do it with education Mm. and access Mm -hmm. you don't have education if you're not educated then you can only get but so far right that's how that's what your percentage so they present back i I would say probably in the 60s and 70s people were pushed towards trades Mm. and that's a dying thing now everybody go to college go to college but then what happens if you don't want to go to college right trades are not as you know pushed anymore so where do you end up that's right and um and in our neighborhoods and in our communities, what we're experiencing is is a lack of education and a lack of respect towards education. Mm-hmm. And when you neglect education and when you disrespect it, the world deals a crazy hand to you to right. where you can only play a certain amount of cards. And those cards lead to our, you know, depreciation. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is the young man that had that um he the sound clip of him in prison plays at the beginning of that song. Right, man. He's been in jail for 10 years of his life already he was 15 he, never got this. he was 15 years old his 21st birthday he was in jail his, his 18th birthday he was in jail that's mm. that's crazy it's crazy what what do you think how do you think his family members feel on the outside do, they, do you think that they believe that they could do better than that right right but you know that's 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 the problem no you man <laughs> you bring you know and i i feel the same way when when i tell people it's a genocide they look at me like it's crazy i'm like it's almost like it's almost like we get sound bites of it, right? It's almost mm-hmm. to a point where it's trickled. It's like percolating. It's almost to a point where, you know, they put it out slowly so people can't make that connection. But, Correct. <laughs> but, Correct. but it is happening. Like you using that Malcolm X saying, uh, you can't be a Negro in America without a criminal record. That's not an no. exaggeration at all. I bet you, you, me, and a majority of black men, know someone close to them that's been in jail or prison exactly i I can't even i can't even think of someone who doesn't Mm -hmm. now that's true you can't tell me that's not a a a form of a genocide you know yeah man i agree you had a you had a great line in there you said uh but there's the talented 10th that can come and change the world he's probably in his crib sleeping with his fingers curled you got you got to break that down for us, man. Bars that bars that people neglect. <laughs> but yeah, everybody, like I'm saying, I felt like it was a great song, and people just kind of missed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that line is really deep. And correct me if I'm wrong. We're talking about like the talented tenth that the boy the boys was talking about the the, the educated correct. few that are supposed to uplift the rest of the community. But yeah, but that, in that the, generation is being just being born right now. It's just being born right now. That's mm-hmm. that dope line right there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Why do you, why do you say it's being born right now? Well, because we're entering into an age in society where 
where racism and, and those type of and prejudice and those types of things are trying to be expunged. Though we have people that will always bring them up, that we, we always need to be in remembrance of them. But we have more opportunity now than we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So the children that are being born into this world now will experience opportunities that you and I didn't get to experience. Mm-hmm. And there's more educated black people in the world now mm-hmm. so that we have more examples. It used to be a time like my mother. She she was a um, she was one of nine children. Wow, one yeah. of nine children. She was the only one of those nine that went to college. Mm. So now, if her other siblings can only name one person that they know that's been to college, what happens when we can name three? What happens when we can name four? That's true. You know. Yeah. So that, that that's what that's what that song is about, and that's what that idea comes from and that's what that line stems from it's just being born now he's in bed with his fingers curled he doesn't even have the cognitive ability to do anything really except cry and eat and sleep and use the bathroom but or diaper rather but that's the person that's going to be responsible for changing our world crazy crazy good line man we'll be right back if you're enjoying book speeds and beyond do us a favor go into the show notes of any episode click on the itunes logo to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We was married Christian. That master didn't believe in Jesus for niggas. I love that man. His name was Ben. We had two little baby girls. One night, he ran off. I, I helped him. He was going to get free and then fetch me and the babies, and we all be free. But they catched him. They catched him, and they hanged him, and they sold off my... They sold off my babies. Never seen those sweet babies. My whole life. Yeah, singing spirituals. Master read the holy book to me. I can't read, so you know I need a miracle. He raped my mother, hung my brother, won't no justice. Won't no repercussions, just free labor for mass production. Quoting scriptures, throwing us in cages. His whip splattered the blood of my ancestors across the pages. My children's children still haunted by the hatred. I hear their screams down through the ages. Blood on the leaves, brain matter on the cotton It killed buddy for stealing, forced us all to watch it I would have stopped him, but I'm powerless Lord forgive me for my cowardness But I seen too many niggas die for this My son just turned eight Master teach him how to pray He came out like skin and his eyes gray My wife can barely look me in the face Where was your God when you was forcing my wife? A million prayers couldn't make that saying right I hate when you read Luke and Mark Them your overseers names They spit on us when we get parched Staring at the sky Feeling like we was doomed from the start Yeah
we just played the song master song now do, <laughs> do people talk about this to you <laughs> i got one friend named tim mays that when i put the cd out um it, i didn't i didn't uh, it came out on soundcloud first and you can download things off soundcloud but it's kind of difficult it's kind of difficult from your phone mm-hmm. so he wanted that song emailed to him <laughs> <laughs> so he worried me for weeks about emailing him that one song because he loved that track mm-hmm. um yeah master song is another one the the cd takes a stark change you know yeah yeah <laughs> right in the middle is like, it and why why is that i, I noticed that too what what, what was that because you gotta hook people ah. you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta hook people first yeah hustlers ambition like makes or not hustlers ambition excuse me advice for hustlers mm-hmm. makes people say okay this dude has bars he can right, rap right right but what is he trying to tell me so then I give them another song and another song and another song. And then, boom, out of somewhere, somewhere, I switch to songs like True Colors, mm-hmm. Your Letters. And it's just like, oh, man, this dude's taking me on a journey now. But you got to hook people first. Right, right. But, right. yeah, Master's, Master's Song is where we get into, like, the depths of some of the issues that were presented in our old society that kind of trickle into our new one. And, I, I, and, and, and the intro, the intro is, like, befitting because it mentions your name. But I don't know what clip that's from. What? That's from, that? that's from roots that is from roots right okay mm-hmm. that's wow from roots. wow so that that been right there i was like dang once you heard that clip did that clip help you figure out what you wanted to write in the song or did you already have this song in mind because of the beat i had written the song already oh. um I, I i had written the song already and um i was trying to figure out how i could what clip that i could put in the beginning of it that would really bring the song together because right now I'm not really giving a lot of three verse songs out right now. Mm-hmm. It's only going to be two verses for a while because three verses, you got to give people the patience and the ear to be able to hear you. Right. And, and you do that by feeding them in small doses, mm-hmm. putting out a mixtape full of three verse, three verse tracks. I mean, people get lost in it, mm-hmm. but, um, master song was only two verses and it was kind of short. So but it was um, powerful though. It was powerful. It was powerful. Yeah, Those yeah. two verses were very powerful. So, I just remember that roots, that part in roots, and right. I had to go back and find it because roots is so long. Yeah, I had to go back and find it where it was, and when I did, I was like, "Boom! Let's let's cut that and do that." Man, you 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 had a, you were on a mission right there, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So so, what specifically was like going through your mind? You know, that triggered you to write about our people's enslavement, but from a first person point of view, because most MCs today wouldn't dare or not even think about writing on the topic of slavery anymore you, you just don't right think, what gave you the heart to what what triggered you to to do that um i mean i just i want to talk about things that the app like you, when we first got on this um on this interview you said you know your music is really blunt yeah and um that's what I that's what I wanted to be is blunt. I don't want to be like other rappers that talk around the subject or or allude to a subject. I want to paint the picture for it from within it. You know what right. I'm saying? So I have to put myself within it. So I, when when I started writing Master Song, like it, it's amazing now. Not to get into deep, but it's amazing now how we can read and we take that for granted. Oh man! To where that was one of the biggest things that was held back from us is the ability to read because if you can read you can discover things right. you know what i'm saying right and um you know it i wanted to talk about our issue from within it you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and how do you do that well authors do it all the time you can read 
a lot of rappers, I think they'd be stuck in the ne- the day and now. But when you read books by people that are um, like authors and, and, and novelists, mm-hmm. like those people r- can take you into into 300 years ago and make you feel like you're in it, in it right then and there. Very you know true. what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's where that's where you that's where you bridge the gap. That's how you take people on that journey. Right. Like. That's a good point. That's a good point because, you know, we can talk about wars all day. We could talk about slavery all day. But sometimes good marketers and good storytellers know that if we personalize it. Right. Right. Exactly. You you can feel it better. People are able to connect better. And you definitely did that with that song, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It made made me think of that age old question. I I, I know black people ask it, uh, but I don't know if white people do. But but I know it might almost be impossible to answer, but. It's totally hypothetical, but uh, what what do you think would be your reaction to being enslaved? Would you would you be enslaved? compliant? Yeah, would you be compliant or would you be a uh, uh, revolt? I know I, I have no idea <laughs> how I would be. I have no idea how I would be. I couldn't even fathom the the hysteria, the fear, yeah, the anguish, the anger of even being put into that type of situation. Mm-hmm. So. I could never fathom that. Yeah. I, a lot of people say, "Oh, I would have ran away." You nah, don't know what you, would you do don't know. You don't yeah, exactly, exactly. Because you can only run as fast as yourself. My dad used to tell me something: if you with a group of friends and you're being chased by a bear, you only have to outrun the slowest person. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But what happens when you're chased by a group of men and, 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 and 15 dogs? You know what I'm saying? Right. And you're running with your wife and two children. Even if you outrun the fastest person, you still lose yourself. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it's because that's your family. Exactly. Exactly. I, I I I remember asking people that, and they're like, "Man, you know, I I wouldn't have it." I'm like, eh, "Come on, that went on for a long time." You telling me? <laughs> mm-hmm. You yeah yeah you don't know. And like I said, I wonder like even if like if 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 I was to ask a white person this hypothetical question, if they would. What, what would be them? What, what would they say? Slave master, overseer, abolitionist? You know what I'm saying? Like, where, where do you <laughs> yeah. go with that? <laughs> it's Benjamin J. If you ain't know already, you should know by now. Hey, I appreciate y'all, man, for tuning in to First in Flight. Yo, shout out to everybody that made this thing possible. Everybody, you know, kept me inspired, kept me motivated. You know what I'm saying? I really love y'all. Uh. Yeah. Uh. I'm Larry of my company lately Got me looking over my shoulders daily I wrote my dreams and it seems The opposition wants to erase me I should probably pray more But it really don't faze me This game shaky, they'll at you like you Dwayne Casey The beef way past arbitrating I'm done talking, I'm done walking on eggshells Worrying about who I might offend Or who might not comprehend I ain't dumbing down nothing, nigga get hooked on phonics I will admit, my humor is a bit sardonic Flashback to Terry House playing Sonic I'm all about ring still, I like my drink chill This pain won't drown itself, okay One sip I get the chills I almost died behind the wheel But God saved my life for this moment right here Want this moment for years And if I die, I hope my music will still live Yeah, uh 
pistol and a dresser My enemies increase through the gears But my friends getting lesser I guess our values changing I guess the relationship was too draining Ask me how I'm doing Oh, I'm cool and you know me maintaining I can't go before my time My little cousins look up to me It's easier to hate me It's too hard to love me I'm devoid of emotions But I keep you the closest Writing lyrics in a psychosis I got problems and naked I wouldn't notice This pain too potent I wonder about your motives I just want to vent before the closing But trust me, I'm closing I'll be back in a moment I'll be back for atonement I'll be back when you're lonely I'll be back when it's conducive I'll be back when the resistance is useless I'll be back for the movement Benjamin J, the realest I'll be back just to prove it Come back shooting Put the game on my shoulders Game winning floaters You couldn't stop me with a thousand rotors Alright, alright, man Yeah I think that's all I got. Yeah. We just uh, played the song Atonement. Yeah. The name of the song is Atonement, right? So mm-hmm. What What are you trying to atone for? Uh, just the times that I spent kind of leery of if this was the path for me. Mm. And why was that? You know, I mean, because um, I came up playing organ in church, you know, and mm-hmm. I... It, you can you can give people a, a feeling through that music, you know, when you play the keyboard and all of that kind of stuff. But your words are so much powerful than anything you could ever do with an instrument. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So atonement is actually kind of interesting. The tape came out on, on, on July the fourth. I recorded atonement on the third. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have I didn't have an outro. Matter of fact, I did have a song that I thought was going to be the outro that I'll probably release at some point later on on my SoundCloud or something. But I thought it was going to be the outro, but I kept listening to it. And I just, so me and my buddies, like I had them out just hunting, find me an outro beat, just find me a beat for the outro. And one of my homies sent me that beat. He was like, this is perfect. Mm. And I was like, Oh man. Yeah. So that was a one take. I did, I did atonement in one take. Wow. Like, okay. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't write it or anything. Like, oh, it wow. just, yeah. it just, it just flowed. Like once I heard that beat, I was like, boom, I know exactly what I want to say and what I want, what point I'm trying to get across. And atonement, uh, one of my uh, fr- frat brothers, he told me atonement for him, like pretty much solidifies that this dude is like the next up person. Mm-hmm. Like, Mm-hmm. like that that's what it just did for him another guy told me that atonement for him makes him feel like any like all the i put out a song matter on my soundcloud that's really dope and he said the only reason we, why he thinks matter is possible is because of atonement because when he hears atonement he said nothing else would surprise him after atonement hmm. you know he said atonement is just so emotional and it's just so well structured and written that anything is possible after atonement yeah, man. And that's what you want an outro to do. You want the outro to be, hey, like, listen to my next one. You know what I'm saying? You want you wanted to prepare people for that. Right. So so what more do you think you can contribute to the hip hop culture? Myself. That's all I can give is myself. Mm. Um I think 
that I think that um no matter no matter like what I what I end up doing, you know, as far as like how far it goes, um it it I always just want to retain who I am. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just always want to retain who I am. But that's all I can give the culture is myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if I stay true to myself, as long and I tell this to anybody, no matter what you're doing, as long as you do it as yourself and you don't try and become some moniker, you don't try and become yeah. someone else, you'll be successful. Because there's only one you walking this this planet. True that indeed. means you're rare. Right. That means that you're rare. You know what I'm saying? Right. True indeed. And 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 you know, I feel like you know, I grew up listening to uh, in the '90s with the '90s hip hop, and I, I I love '90s hip hop, but I'm not one of those that's gonna bash the 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 current state because the current state to me is dope, especially under the underground, man. Especially on the underground. I mean, yeah, the mainstream to a sense is everybody kind of sounds the same, but but still, if you really dig, I mean, back then you didn't have to dig that much, but right now, if you just get on the hip hop blogs and so forth, you find people like yourself. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Some, right, there's right. some really dope MCs that are being themselves, and and that's what's needed because, you know, the day like you said, you you aren't yourself is the day that you're not gonna be able to relate to anybody. You really yeah. won't in this game. Yeah, you won't be. You won't be. So let's talk about some things outside the music. Uh, mm. You you definitely we know that you are definitely are. Uh, reading something right now so uh (laughs) before you talk about what you're reading now is there any book or articles or anything that really had a big impact on your life uh revolutionary suicide by huey pena wow uh one of the greatest books uh ever yes um i i grew up reading um a lot I read, I read a lot and i think that that shows was this something you were pushed to do or you just gravitated toward just just reading because uh, you know a lot of people growing up that's i was a, i was the only child and when mm-hmm. you're only child you got a lot of time on your hands mm-hmm. i had i grew up with a lot of cousins mm-hmm. um and um but i just read i just read a lot but would you like it and then when I, you said what now would you like about that book what was it about revolutionary suicide <sighs> the way the media presents who huey p and p newton was is not who he was right and revolutionary suicide is such a it's such a true true statement. The moment that you any revolutionary that tries to change the world in, in a major degree, somehow they end up dead. Mm-hmm. You can you can whether somebody re- believes in the Bible or not, but the story of Jesus is the prime example. Mm-hmm. Revolutionary suicide. Right. Martin Luther King. Revolutionary suicide. Yep. Malcolm X. Revolutionary suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many so many people. It's like once you once the, the same sword that Jay-Z said this in a, in a rap, he said the same sword they knight you with, they good knight you with. Yeah. The, same, the same pedestal that they put you on top of, they kick from up under you when mm-hmm. they no more want you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to have that effect on people. Right. So, yeah, that, I mean, th- that book was just pivotal for me. And you, you bring up such a good point, because I remember <clears throat> when Barack Obama was about to get elected, everybody's like, oh, he gonna, he's going to get assassinated. In my head, I'm like, he's not a revolutionary in that way you know what i mean that's not gonna happen yo that's not gonna happen because Mm -hmm. of like what you just said so what are you reading right now oh man the um (laughs) i'm reading i I actually 
I actually have been reading a, a lot of stuff right now. I, I'm, I've been reading the 48 Laws of Power, oh, which yeah. is just something that everyone should read. Mm-hmm. But it's not it, a lot of people when they say, oh, I've read the 48 Laws of Power. It's not a book that you necessarily read through cover mm-hmm. to cover. Mm-hmm. That's not how I see it. I see it as like you want to take each lesson, you know, for what it's worth and, and gain as much as you can. I've had to read some of the lessons, some of the some of the laws twice over, three right. times over right. to completely get a grip of what they're saying. Um, slave religion is another book that I'm reading on my 48 laws. I'm reading the paperback, but slave religion, I've been reading on my um on my iPhone, mm-hmm. and I got I got the iBook for it. So I've been reading that, which is just interesting. It talks about why African, a lot of your African Americans in the United States are Christian, ah, and right. why that, mm-hmm. and why that is becoming progressively hard to accept. The more that you read, um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I'm also reading sports stuff you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. reading about sports and just the more you read the more that you take in yeah the more that you read the more it comes across when you try to express your ideas exactly what, what I'm, i got a question for you yeah not to you know deviate but nah. what 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 was missing from first and flight oh what was missing from first and flight what didn't happen in first and flight you know that's a good question um there's not there's there's not too many rap albums out right now where this doesn't happen. I'd be willing to say that there's hardly none. I know you didn't give any shout outs and you didn't have you didn't have any um appearances, any features. No features. Yeah. No features, no shout outs. Yeah. But there's something else. Oh. It's in, it's actually in the lyrics. It's actually, oh, um in the lyrics? Mm-hmm. Hmm. No, you you had the choruses. Um I won't make you guess too yeah. long. There's there's not a curse word on first and flight. Wow. Not a lot of people notice that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 that means a lot. That does. That really does. You got your point well, across without having to use the words. No, without having to use the words. Mhm. It's not it's not I'm not no gospel rapper or anything like that. But my mission right now is so that as many people that I can reach, I can. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't risk not not meeting someone because or reaching someone because of the language that I decided to use to express my point. Right. That yeah. I, my mother is in her mid sixties. She listened to First and Flight all the way through. You know. <laughs> yeah, and, and and someone at her age, right? The first thing uh, you know when the older older generation listen to hip hop, if they hear that curse word, they then it's all out the window. But she listens to all it. out the window for them. <laughs> right. Right. Let me let me ask you something. So you said you used to play the organ in the church. Right? Still do. Still do. You still play the organ in the church. And in in first in flight, you don't really make any references to religion in that way. And just knowing that you're reading the book like slave religion, that mm-hmm. there's no kind of um con- con- conflict within yourself with that. I just you know. No, because you know I fellowship with my people regardless of what they choose to believe. Mm-hmm. Um. The organ and the piano is just a talent that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, gotcha. it's no different than rapping. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a talent that I, that I have. And it, a lot of people ask me about that. Well, you know, what, what do, you, how do you feel? You know, as as far as like making this kind of music and playing in the church. And I said, well, you haven't obviously you haven't listened to the music. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> because right. The, the music is not misogynistic. It's not um, a lot of cursing, but it is real life stories. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? And yeah. It's real life. It's not, you know, like play play. Everything that I talk about in the CD is happening. Right. Know? Right. So how do you how do you feel about I mean, I guess I don't I, I, I guess uh, how, how do you feel about faith based hip hop? You know, how do you feel? Yeah, how you feel about that? There's, there's a that movement's kind of bubbling up now. Faith based hip hop, Christian. Not really hip-hop. into it. Not really into it. Mm-hmm. Not really into it. Yeah. If I want to hear gospel music, I'll listen to Hezekiah Walker. <laughs> not somebody, you know, not not somebody that's you know rapping, trying to say, oh, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a Christian rapper. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not a shot towards anyone. It's just that if I want to listen to gospel, I want to hear the gospel. Mm-hmm. I want to hear the gospel all the way through. So I listen to Hezekiah Walker. Mm-hmm. I listen to Marvin Sapp. Mm-hmm. I listen to like, it, it's so many out there, but right. like, I, I like for people to be in one lane, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like wh- wh- whatever it is that you're presenting, don't tell me that I'm in, that I, that I'm in a Corvette, but it has a Honda motor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, just, let's just drive the Corvette. You know what I'm saying? If we want to ride in the Honda, let's ride in the Honda. Then. Right. But you know, yeah, that's just my idea about it. Yeah. So let me ask you this: what what three albums and or songs had the biggest influence in shaping who you are today? Um, the man, reasonable doubt. Ah. I couldn't even like. I couldn't even. I can't even really think of two others that that pivotally changed my idea of how to present the emotion and feeling of what's going on other than just reasonable doubt. Now let me let, let me ask you something about reasonable doubt. Did you what did you was that like the did you hear it in chronological order? Was that the first album you heard from Jay Z or was it the others and then you came back to reasonable doubt? That was that was the first one that I heard from him and that kind of changed everything for me is based on how I structure my things because i definitely patterned a lot of my stuff behind him what was it about that that album it was it was so transparent honestly mm. the, the trans the transparency of it and what and what he was going through it mm. all he, he put you right there in it you know he like did. It, th- throughout throughout the album and, and you could tell that he wanted something like mm. th- like you could tell that he was going to be a person that would be around for a long time. Right. Right. And, and he's done nothing but prove that throughout his career. And I, I mean, there, there's a, there's only a few people that can be held as a, as to having an illustrious career that he's had mm-hmm. and compared. I mean, P Diddy, but he's not a, a rapper per se right. as a businessman, maybe, but as an artist and a, and, and a writer, if that's what you want to call what he does, then yes. Right. Right. That there's no there's no person out there that's been able to achieve what he's been able to amass in his career. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a reasonable doubt started that. That was the first in flight for him. Yeah. Like, right. That was really the first the first in flight. Right. And I I think I honestly I think it's his best work. I mean. Yeah. 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 I I, I like the black album too. And, yeah. And um uh, and some of the and, and and some of the other albums, but Kingdom Come. A lot of people there. Uh, people didn't like it, but, <laughs> yeah. but I love that album. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you only have one, huh? That's that's hey, you, that's good. Yeah, you, no you white know. comes out on the twenty eighth. Oh, you oh you're saying one one, oh, one I'm pivotal sorry. one pivotal album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I I could talk about others, but that's the one that really matters. Okay, hey, that's that's all that needs to be need to be said, man. <laughs> yeah, so man. so so with first in flight, right? What do mm-hmm. what do you what do you want people to mainly take away from it? Um, hmm. I don't have any goal for what I want people to take away from it when they listen to that CD. Mm-hmm. I just more so. It's kind of like when you go and you, and you try out for the basketball team. You, you don't want the coach to know that you can only shoot. You want him to know that you can do pretty much everything on the mm-hmm. court. Mm-hmm. If you go in and they're focused on, yeah, I want coach to know that I can shoot, then he might see that you can shoot, but he's not going to see that you can pass. He's not going to see that you can that you can dunk. That you can that you have a, a eye for the for the court. Right. You're not going to see anything if all you're thinking about on the court is just pulling up. Right. So I just gave my all on that on that tape. And let people decide what whatever they wanted to decide based off that. Man, and the reception is being crazy. It, it is, man. Um, uh, I, I think, I think, I think you 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 have a promising future, man. So I just want to say that. that. Thank you. Keep, keep keep. I know you're gonna keep honest with yourself when you make music, and oh, yeah. um, you know, I just know that we appreciate you putting out something like this, and uh, we just want to. Thank you for being on Books, Beats, and Beyond today, man. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Benjamin J. As you can tell, man, he got a lot of potential, man. He's a, he's a, he's a, deep, he's a deep brother with some deep music, man. And uh, if you're feeling it, go ahead and click on the links in the show notes. Support artists like him. The more we support artists like him, the more we hear artists in that kind of vein. All right? And also in the show notes, click on the iTunes link, you know, to subscribe and rate and leave a review. Every time you do that, it increases the awareness of this, of the podcast. All right. And until next time, let's read, listen, explore.